Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. Kent Maddox and Beverly Maddox here. We're excited to spend a few moments with you today, and we have some exciting things to talk about. Well, I have to tell you, last week's podcast was just so incredible. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed putting it together. It was really uh a very profound word with Paul Keith and Amy Davis and such a presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, while we were sharing, it was really something else. And we had just come out of such an incredible moment with the Lord anyway. And it just kind of the day before being with them and then that morning and then the service. Oh, it was just incredible. So we're going to be talking about, yeah, we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Also, there's a link actually right now that you, if you didn't get to see it, we had a, uh, issue with the video, but there's audio available. Uh, you can listen to that again, and it's worth listening to. We'll talk about it here in a few moments uh, and kind of do a little debrief around it because we thought it was very important and very prophetic. It was. But uh, we love to get started with uh, some of Bev's poetry. And so, Bev, what you got for us today? Well, this is a season for us. We we believe that we have really entered into a new era, and that was really one of the words that Paul, Keith, and Amy had for us, and they hadn't shared it yet when we had the when we put the podcast together. But it was about so many words for us have been about being a tree, a mm. massive tree where people could come and they would abide in the branches and whatever they need, it, it would really be like an Elijah experience that God would send the ravens to feed them and the birds to feed them and that they would be protected and safe. And we have leaned into that word from Mahesh Shavda all of these years, and it just blessed us so much. And we know that we're coming into a new era. Kent and I have been in full-time ministry for almost 36 years. We've had incredible opportunities to share the good news of the gospel around the world. I mean, I think I personally have been in maybe 65 nations. You've been in 85? I think 85 now. 85 nations of the world. And my goodness, what an adventure. But Paul Keith really just had such a word for us that the leaves of our tree had now changed seasons and that all of the leaves from that past season have now fallen off and we are growing deep roots and we are really growing and there will be fresh leaves and there will be people who will be sheltered. And so it was one of those moments in time that um, I don't know about you guys. However, um, I've gotten a little more careful with my yeses. I used to be such a yes person. Hmm. I was like, yes, let's do that. Yes, we can certainly pull together the money to do that. Yes, let us help you. Yes, and I still want to do all of those things. But I really am living a much more intentional life. My life with God is filled with so much more intentionality. And... Honestly, it's the same anointing from that day. <laughs> and so I've chosen this poem. And if I've read it to you before, apologies, but it just suits. So I'm going to read it again. And the title of the poem is Yes, because I said yes. I said yes to going on in this new era. I said yes, even though the past season has been incredibly hard. I said yes, and I want to finish well. I want everything that God has promised for our family, for our bloodline. And really, that's what the war is over in this season. We've all been contending in so many changes in life, but I said yes. And this, it really is just cracking me up how anointing uh, presence of God just continues to fall. And I keep slamming this on the table and my <laughs> guys are going, please, my ears. But I got a little passionate there. So the title of the poem is Yes. 
Renewal in the midst of chaos, counting the days, marking the loss. Creation birthed in fire, removing myself from the mire. Seeking, searching, finding solace. What a gift, this safe place. Known and unknown, chose not to be thrown. Find balance, be creative. Life has so much to give. Sojourn deeper, accept the rest. The answer for this quest is yes. And so that's where I find myself uh, as a 66-year-old follower of Christ who really has endured many, many changes and lots of challenges and lots of obstacles and a lot of chaos uh, <clears throat> to the point where, honestly, I would venture to say in this season, the Lord has refined me to the point that I just didn't think I could be refined anymore. So I still say yes. And I encourage you to do the same because everywhere we go, that's what we hear. People have just been overwhelmed and overthrown. And so just say yes to the Lord and everything else will fall in place. Sorry, just touched me. Beautiful, Beverly. Thank you so much. Thank you for your yes. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've heard that uh, um we were at the head of the year with Chuck Pierce, and that actually was a prophetic word that God is just looking for the yes, and we don't have to figure it, and you don't have to figure anything else out. Just say yes, and so we take that as a very prophetic, powerful promise of us just saying yes to whatever season we find ourselves in. It is a new day. It is. It is a new day. A, a bright, sunshining day. Bright, sunshiny day. That's we right. we received that word. And, uh, you know, I want to encourage you, that word was not just for us, but that word was for, I believe, those that are following Christ in the kingdom, that it is a new day. Uh, Isaiah 43, 18 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in your wilderness and rivers in I your desert, I, I love, love it. I love what I heard uh, recently from a prophetic voice. Uh, they predict they live up north and they they drive uh, Connecticut's next to New York. I'm assuming. I yeah, think. well, Connecticut is a train train right yeah. away. Yeah. So their their point was when we go from Connecticut to New York driving, we see a sign that says New York, and we we know we we've, we've gone into a different state, but it still looks like Connecticut. Because it's right there on the border. Yes. And so the point he was making is the only way to really experience the new place is to keep going. That's true. Because you may still feel the same, look the same, smell the same, circumstances are the same, but that but the Lord said it's a new day. And so all you got to do is keep going. Just like if you were going from Connecticut to New York, you're in a new place. Just keep going. And the further you go and the more you say yes, you will experience the new thing in the new in the new day that God is bringing to pass. That's a great word. And it's true. And crazy thing about it, if you've never actually been in the rural parts of New York, New York is really a beautiful state, and it's not all city and it's not all concrete. It would be easy to think you were still in Connecticut because it's such a beautiful drive. It is gorgeous up there. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree 
planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf will not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. Well, and that comes from those deep roots. That's why your leaves won't wither, is because you're being nourished by the river of life and by the blood and by all that has already been done on the cross. The work is finished, and we're just walking it out. But that's why your leaves don't wither, because while we're in that dormant season and all the leaves have changed as the seasons change, your roots have run very deeply, and they continue to grow. We had a worship service here on Friday night, and that word came forward. It was very powerful. And I think that's what you just have to count on that even though you may not see everything that is happening and it may appear there is no fruit on the vine, your roots have really grown deeply and are really nourishing you during this season. So trust that God is with you in that. There's that link again to revisit uh, not just the prophecies Paul, Keith, and Amy released, but we had a powerful prophetic conversation, and it was a a real deep spiritual conversation about the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of the age, uh, how that you know there's two forces at work in the earth, one preparing the way for the Lord, one preparing the way for the Antichrist, and a lot of prophetic conversation. So well, make sure and listen. It's worth a re-listen. That's a point that is very valid that I'd like to touch on right here. I'm not sure that most people, because there's so much in the atmosphere, as a matter of fact, our dear Breville just said, as I opened the phone, I said, oh, it's you know 1111. He goes, I've been seeing that number for years. And it's kind of the yin and the yang. It's the 1111. It's the chaos and the creative. But there is a lot of chaos and a lot of distraction happening in the earth now. But make no mistake about it. It is for one purpose. The Antichrist spirit is alive and well. And as much as we are endeavoring to advance the kingdom of God, there are just as many dedicated people, demonic entities, powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high place trying to put this spirit on the throne of the earth. And so you have to understand that we're in that season. We're in that time. Read Revelations. Understand that there is so much happening in the spirit realm and just as dedicated as we are to seeing your life transformed and you begin to move from a a low life vibration along that spiritual map into overcoming and transforming them, passing on blessings to your generations. The enemy is at hand and really endeavoring to accomplish the same thing, only in reverse, staying under generational curses, never rising above the poverty line, never fulfilling God's plan and purpose for your life, never understanding that God has a true assignment for you in the earth. So we are, we're really in a battle, a real spiritual battle. So just pay attention to what's going on around you and just look at how things are evolving and shaping up and really listen to that podcast. Paul Keith is so knowledgeable about this, and it's really his life's work and study. It's beautiful, and it's and it's very powerful. One thing we hit on that podcast as well is uh, be careful who you're listening to and what you're listening to, Absolutely. and don't get caught up in the chaos and the confusion that's trying to distract us from what's really going on, which is what Beverly was just talking about. I read an interesting scripture this morning uh, talking about preparing for abundance that I'll mention in a minute, but it said, be careful how you hear, for with the same measure you've you've used, it'll be given back to you again. He that has, more will be given. He that doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away from him. So my sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger they will not follow. 
follow, whether you're listening to Beverly and I or whether you're listening, whoever you're listening to, what you should be listening to is the voice of your shepherd. That's is right. your shepherd speaking through us? Is your shepherd speaking through whoever you're listening to? Because my sheep know my voice. And so don't be led astray by strange voices. Listen for the shepherd's voice in every conversation that you're having, because that's the only safe place. The Bible says in 1 John 2, you don't need any man to teach you, but the anointing that's in you will lead you into all truth. And you will, And that actually, I just thought about that speaking, that actually is talking about the spirit of the Antichrist and how to discern you know, what is what is that and what is not. I like it when you're talking about stuff in Revelation. Comes. I love that too. And that was exactly what was just in, in this poetry, the, finding the safe place. I found my safe place in my yes. And I don't listen to anyone who is teaching fear and who keeps everyone in a heightened state of the unknown of what's coming next. I know where I came from. I know what I'm supposed to do while I'm here. And I know where I'm going. And you have to have that very same confidence because it's faith, the substance of things not yet seen, but yet hope for. And so I just encourage you, don't listen to anything that feeds your fear. Starve your fear to death and feed your faith. Make sure your faith is good and fat. You want, you want, Tiny, skinny, no fear. Uh, <laughs> no fear. Fat faith. But that's right. Yes, ma'am. Fat faith. Give me some fat faith. I want some I love fat that. faith. P-H-A-T, <laughs> baby. Fat. I want some fat faith. And don't pay attention to anyone who just really sensationalizes. Look, the, there's so much going on out there. I, I told this to someone the other day because um, we really deal with so many people, and we are delegating a lot uh, most all of the time. And so it's like when you were at a pajama party when you were a kid and you played that game and you would tell a story and you tell your neighbor, and there might have only been like five little girls or five boys there. And by the time it got back around to you, it had nothing to do with what was actually said. That's really what's happening in our atmosphere. And there's so much chaos and so much confusion. Don't buy into it. Don't buy what they're selling. There is simply not the truth. Know the voice of the master and do not listen to the voice of a stranger and anything that is instilling fear in you and stealing your peace that is not coming from God I can assure you so just choose your peace and say yes and walk in that I found this scripture do not love this is first John 2 15 do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh Lust of the eyes and pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, it and is. the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard, the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing mm -hmm. from the Holy One, and you know all things. The anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but the same anointing teaches you concerning all things. And so there it is. Tell me again where that this is. This is 1 John 2. And so this is very powerful. I really feel the Holy Spirit given to this, given this to us by revelation at this point, that 
the anointing, the, the ability inside you to hear God's voice, this is the safe place. It says in verse 21, I have not, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and that no lie is of the truth. He who, he who is a liar, but he who is a liar, but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son also acknowledges the Father. That's powerful. That's worth re- reading 1 John 2. I'm not kidding. So you got to get us in the right place for right now. And I've gotten to the point where I'm just not the least. I'm like Peter, you know, the disciple. He said, it's written somewhere in Torah. <laughs> like, it's, it's written in there somewhere. I mean, I have the word hidden in my heart, but I clearly remember that this is a love letter to us from God, and it didn't always have all the scripture references and everything. It Good was point. Just a flow. So, one last thing we want to talk to you about today uh, on our podcast is uh, we we feel a real assignment from the Lord to keep everybody aligned uh, with the right timing, yes. being at the right time at the right place, and so we have slipped into a brand new Hebraic year of fifty seven eighty three. We have, if you don't know much about this. Uh, you can get our workbook, Transformation Workbook. Part One of the chapters there is on alignment as we discuss the Hebraic concept of following God's calendar in the Bible. And uh, we just want to release it. We'll put a graphic up for you for those that are listening, not watching. I'll tell you what the graphic is. It's simply a the numbers 5783, which is the new Hebraic year, and a camel, which is the sign for the year. All right? The word for the Lord written on the camel's humps is simply rise and release. That's the two humps. I love that. Rise and release his that. abundant provision. Yep. Camels in the Bible always speak of abundant provision. provision. That's and exactly so, right. Uh, where do you get? How do you get this Hebraic thought? Well, fifty-seven, eighty-three. Okay, so we'll start with three. Three is Gamel, which is the Hebraic letter that looks just like a camel. And so that's how you understand the Hebraic language. It speaks of a camel, provision, to rise, and to lift up. And so we know the three, the number three, is very important. The eight or the 80 is pay, P-E-Y, which looks like a womb, mm-hmm. and it, or it's a picture of a mouth. Mm-hmm. And so it's a mouth, an opening to speak, or to open. Yes. So you take that verbiage and that language, you, and those of you watching can see it on the on the graphic, and those that are listening, hopefully you're get, I'm painting you a good enough picture. It's basically this year then, what God is saying to us prophetically, it's a year to rise and release God's abundant provision through our mouths. I love that. So we begin to say the right things, speak God's word into every situation, don't allow circumstances to... Uh, you know, overtake us or to keep us out of faith. Fat faith, we were talking about. Like speak life, speak words of life. Proverbs 18 says the power of life and death are in the tongue. I can't tell you how many times Bev has to encourage me because I'm just like you. You know, I'm a man of faith. I love faith. I study the God, I study God's word. I understand the concepts, but circumstances are powerful. And when they're facing you right in the eyes and you're looking at a circumstance and you have to choose do I let my mouth line up with circumstances or do I let my mouth line up with God's word? It's a very important choice. And Bev is the best at reminding me, Kent, just choose faith. God's got us. God is in control. Well, I want to encourage you. 
we believe, yes, we've all experienced lack, right? The pandemic, everything. There was a time of lack. But we believe God has prepared us for a time of abundance. We do. And this is that year, 5783. Rise and release his abundant provision. Let me just give you a few quick scriptures. Genesis 12, 1 through 3, very powerful. This talks about Abraham and the blessings of that. Uh, Deuteronomy 8, 18, God's given us power to get wealth. Matthew 10, 7, 8, Jesus sends the disciples with the anointing and the power. Acts 20, 35, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's in the Bible, as Beth said. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9, these are all on this graphic. 2 Corinthians 3, 4 through 6. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8, I do know that one. God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always, having all sufficiency in every area, may have an abundance for every good work. And lastly, Ephesians 1 and 3, God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Year of abundance. Come on, Bev. Well, I went ahead and posted every bit of that. So it's all across all of our Facebook pages. We're live, Kent's and mine. So you have that graphic right there. Every bit of that information is available to you. I posted it first thing this morning. I wish I could remember things the way that Kent does, but it's just, I think that may be why we're such a good balance. And Kent is actually full of faith and he's very hard on himself. He rarely says anything out of turn and he's not a complainer. <laughs> Not at I all. I tend to be a little inappropriate he, at times. Well, he's very inappropriate. <laughs> he's the most inappropriate person I've ever known in my entire life. That doesn't That's mean terrible. Oh, you are completely inappropriate, but that doesn't mean he's wrong, and doesn't mean that he's negative. <laughs> and everybody needs a little kvetching, uh, you know. Kvetching. Yeah, what does that mean? It's a, you know, a little whingy, a little whiny. You, whingy, you, whiny. We, How do you spell kvetching? Kvetching. K V E T C H I N G. Kvetching. Kvetching. It's kvetching. like, it's like your we may mind. need to start a word every time we do a podcast. The word for the day is kvetching. Oh my gosh. I have so many of those. We just did the coolest thing recently trying to find out. All, Kent knows my favorite She loves word. words. It, well, and I used to be much better about it, but my favorite word in the world is petrichor. And it means the fragrance of the scent of rain. I'm sorry. You are such a mystic. It really has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's such a great word. And there are so many amazing words out there. But yes, ever so often we kvetch and we whine. And I've been known to stomp my feet and, you know, have, you know, little meltdowns. And I, I think if you don't do that, it's an unreasonable expectation to think that you're just going to be able to deal with all of life. But I, give me your hand. I just want to, I want to dissuade you of that. Thank you, Beverly. You are really not a complaint. So I don't. Want I'm not convention today. No, I don't want y'all to get the impression that Kent's whingy or you know he's very, very, very. I'm not positive. in a convention oven today. A convention oven. <laughs> it's the heat. Turn the you heat know. up. It makes me convention. So, but he does have seasons. I think like the rest of us. But Kent is very good. And this may be. I'm going to give you guys a little tool here. Kent really has a way of being able to move past obstacles and circumstances. First of all, if he can't just go straight through it. He goes around it, over it. And then when the time comes, he's able to take whatever angst and disappointments and just all of the things, and he literally buries them. He has like a, a memorial <laughs> service. I mean, and it's very much just as the, the Hebrews did it. Every time they won a war, every time they took territory, they built 
memorial stones. And I, I frankly think that's one of the healthiest ways of handling anything in life that comes your way. And you don't let everything pile up on you. You just take that opportunity to say, well, this didn't end the way that I was hoping it would. It didn't go down the way that I thought that it was going to go down. But I'm going to just take this opportunity and I'm going to divest myself of it. I don't want to carry that negative energy. And I I want it to just right now, it's going into the ground as a seed. And it's such a healthy way to handle any kind of baggage or you know, just anything that we go through. So I, I've learned that from him. I try to be better about it. I heard a great word yesterday that said, they thought they had me buried, but they didn't realize I was a seed. Yeah, that's a great Isn't word. Isn't that great? That. I'm going to sprout again. Yeah. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of yes. water. You will bear fruit in your season. We are prophesying to you. It's a new day. Yes. It's a new season. Say yes to God. Say yes to his purpose. Yes to his will. Even if you've said yes a thousand times, say yes again. All the promises of God are yes, yes and, and amen. amen. This it's is true. 5783, the year to rise and release his abundant provision. We've had a great time with you today. We hope you've been encouraged. Uh, we love bringing you this podcast. We love encouragement. If you don't mind uh, just uh, in the comments there, leaving us some encouragement, that really blesses us. And we thank you for that. We thank you that your our message is resonating with you. And we just bless you today. And uh, hopefully we've been an encouraging, encouragement to you. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom. Christ has made us free. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.